Welcome to the first test episode of Two Tarot Nerds. This is a podcast with me, Jolie, and my friend Di, where we talk about tarot and really just talk about life. This is a test episode, so we are figuring this out on the fly, playing with format as we go, and eventually we'll figure it out and the episodes will become more regular and more formal. But for now, if you want to hear two friends talk about life, tarot, everything in between, uh, sit back, get a snack, and enjoy. Just a quick heads up before we head into the episode, we do use adult language, so if that is something you're concerned about, or you have people around you who might not want to hear that, please pop in your headphones and then go ahead and dive in. So we're going to discuss cards that we pulled for this week. We both pulled with kind of the same three prompts, but so the words are like release, support, moving forward. But the question, the way I phrased that question might not be the same as the way you phrased that question. So let's start there. Um, how, right. what, what were the questions that you asked? So, yeah, I started with like what you said originally and I did, um, what am I invited to let go of? What can support me? And then what energy can help me move forward? And so what, well, what came up for you when you, when you pulled those, what cards did you draw? So invited to let go of was queen of swords support was the devil and energy to help me move forward was queen of cups and i will be perfectly honest um my initial reaction especially with especially with the devil and the support part was what the fuck <laughs> it's just like like sometimes i like look at the cards and i'm like yes and today i was just like huh <laughs> and so what I have tried to start doing when I like have that initial, it's like, okay, let me just kind of like sit with these for a little bit, think about it, like do a little bit of journaling. So the deck that I'm using is the Lightseer's Tarot. And so interestingly enough, I, <laughs> I did not look at them in the order. I just realized like I didn't even do Queen of Swords first. I did Queen of Cups first because I looked at it and I was like, She's surrendering. It's my old friend, the like Empress energy, but in a slightly different form. That actually makes a whole lot of sense because I'm at a point with a lot of stuff in my life where I'm like, just kind of need to like, let go of trying to like, like having a plan for everything. Just, you know, what if I just like put it out there? And that feels like very cups and like, emotional sort of energy in me of like, to be able to move forward, I just need to kind of like, just be open to whatever happens to come along. Then I went back to the Queen of Swords. And that was more of a, it makes sense in the t sense of that being the letting go part, because I'm like, I need to not try to like, plan everything. So they it, it felt very much like they went together. But then I stopped and I thought, it's like, okay, like you get those feelings with other cards, but in this case, I got two queens. And what I was thinking about with that is 
often with all of the queens, I think of those as an expression of like the healthy part of me that like knows what she's doing. And, you know, I'm at a point where I'm letting go of some work stuff. I'm just trying to like open myself up to something different at the moment. And I'm like, it feels like this is saying like in my head that I, I can decide what I want and I can be clear about it and be like, this is like what I'm willing to do. This is what I'm not like in particular, I'm thinking about stopping one of my business things and getting a part-time job. And there was a time when I would have been like, yeah, sure. I'll do whatever you want. Like, just like, you know, and I'm like, I don't have to do that. I could be just like, this is what I'm willing to do. <laughs> and you know, if it doesn't work with this, then there's other opportunities. It, you know, I'm allowed to go with what's right for me before what's right for everybody else, which is a new thing for me. <laughs> and I was still like, how does the devil figure into this in terms of support? Because when I immediately think about that, like for most people, it's the like, things like addiction and being like, I'm not sure what the, like not having like boundaries and things like that. It actually feels like for me, I, I'm the complete opposite. And so for me, what if it's like, it's actually the letting go of the control. I mean, there is some thing of like, you know, it has to do with like numbing and all. It's like recognizing that. And we've talked some more, it's like, with the transformation journey and all. And I'm like, what if this is the goo? <laughs> and I have to be like, I have to like, let the goo happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, that's such an interesting interpretation. I love it. I always think it's really interesting in, in sort of a three card spread when you get the same number or the same court card in like the start and the finish. Cause I, so I really see this as like sort of where you are now, even though this wasn't the prompt, but it's like, where am I now that I need to release and like, where am I going? And then what energy will support me in that transformation? And so I think about it like moving from queen of swords to queen of cups energy. And what does that look like? Or here where you're saying about like queens being healthy self. And I think of queens as being really nurturing and very wise there's like a wisdom to it caretaking to an extent but more for me like nurturing like that type of role so there's that element of the queen so i think about okay like queen of swords swords being thinking and queen of cups like cups being emotion it's really for me like this movement in some way of like going from overthinking and being critical which is like that kind of downside to queen of swords energy if you think of like the overprotective mother who like really wants the best for her kids but is perhaps a little bit too critical or a little bit too like perfectionist like can't quite handle seeing her kids make a mistake and like wants to swoop in and fix things that's for me like the the motherly energy of queen of swords that's like gone a bit wrong to yeah to like queen of cups it's like feeling it and like letting your emotions guide you and being led by intuition and yeah you're feeling the feeling of it what you want what you desire is so huge um to what we feel 
And then, yeah, with that devil being like the energy that's moving you from one to another, I just think of it as like this real rebellious energy of like doing things the quote unquote wrong way. Because it is very rebellious for a woman in our society, for anyone raised as female in our society, to like demand her pleasure first is a radical act. And so that's very devil energy to me. I've also been watching <laughs> way too many vampire shows lately. <laughs> so I got a whole lot of like yeah. Lilith energy in there of like, bring on the devil energy. <laughs> like I'm here for that like rage. But yeah, also like you said of like for me, devil is supportive in not going back to the things that keep me trapped, whatever they may be. Um, yeah. whether that's people pleasing or whether that's denying your own needs. Um, but I just think like, yeah, it is very devil energy to be like, I demand my pleasure. I demand my happiness. Like screw what society thinks of me. Like, yeah, I love that. I like what you pointed out is like, you know, di different ways of thinking of the, just the Queens. I know, because a lot of times core cards being, can be kind of like, uh, I don't know quite what to make of it. With these particular ones in this deck, one of the things I love, it, especially in this particular like transition sort of spread, is that the Queen of Swords like has a little cup down here. And then like the idea of going from like, it's kind of like often it's the little thing, it's there, but we're not really paying attention to just like, it's all out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that's an interesting one for me with, with this particular deck. I would love um, to find more decks that are more gender neutral um, in their yes. court cards. Um, because even though we're like, we're discussing Queens and I do see it as like kind of a nurturing energy that doesn't necessarily at all imply it's connected like with a woman or like any of that gender right. binary. It's we all have the ability to nurture and to nurture ourselves. So yeah, it's, it's always something, the court cards can always be a little bit difficult because they get very gendered and then very, they're kind of stuck yeah. in that like child, teenager, um, like woman and then man elder kind of restriction. And yeah, so they can always find, I always find it kind of difficult to, to hone into, particularly with the Kings find, I find super challenging sometimes. I have a deck that isn't as gendered, but it's, I, I would love to find one that is both like moves away from that, but still gives you like more to work with. Cause it feels like some of the ones that like move away from that, it then just feels like the cards are a little too generic. And so, yeah, like trying to find that <laughs> balance. Yeah. Like if I were to make a deck, this is what I would like to have, you know? Yeah, I think about that all the time. And I've had that conversation before of like, if I was going to make a deck, what would I call the court cards? There's um, the spacious tarot. That's the one I was thinking about. Yeah. Their explorer, guardian. Child and elder are the other two. Yes, I yes. I don't like child. I don't, I yeah. like innocent maybe for like that type of energy, but I, I just right. don't associate pages with a child. Like, and especially, yes. this is such a ramble rant, um, but like, if you think about pages, and I mean, we'll go into it because I drew a page, but pages coming at the end of a 
a journey through the the number cards, the suits. It's not child's energy. Like it's not like you know what I mean? I don't feel like it's yeah. a child. It's just like a beginning or like um an innocence to it or a um, I think playful sometimes yeah, too, playful. like not necessarily a child, but you can be playful like yeah. at any age. Yeah, playful such a good one. If anyone has any recommendations for tarot decks that have a good embodiment of the energy of the court cards without falling into just, yeah, really simple images. Like I want complex imagery in there. We just right. don't need, it doesn't need to be gendered and it doesn't, yeah. So yeah, so speaking of pages, so... I, the questions I asked, what energy do I need to release or what energy would be helpful to release? What energy would be supportive this week or what energy could I invite in or like lean on in a really, would be really supportive for me this week? And then what energy would help me move forward, get to the next place, move through this? Those were kind of my, my questions. So for releasing, I got 10 of cups. For supportive energy, I got 10 of wands. And then moving forward, I got page of wands, which again, it's like that same thing of like when you get queen going to queen, like when the cards are consecutive, I'm always like, oh, okay, that's sometimes very on the nose for me, which then I need to like be careful because sometimes I'll just be like very literal about it. So 10 of cups is an interesting card. And it's an, I think I've almost exclusively gotten 10 of cups in a release let go type place <laughs> i'm not sure i've had it come up as like this is supportive energy which but i have in <laughs> been in a place in my life for the past oh god like three years now of big sort of things coming to an end family structures coming to an end um so I mean maybe I'm just being having like a almost like a negativity bias that I am just very aware that like my sort of happy ever after and I'm using that in quotes has come to an end it doesn't mean that I don't have a happy ever after it's just that whole idea of happy ever after is just sort of even coming to an end but anyways uh so ten of cups for me it's when I get it in the let go for me I see it as letting go of the idea that there is a right way for things to go that there is a moment that I will feel complete, that there is a moment or a thing or an object that will like fill me up. And I'll be like, 10 of cups, I have everything I could ever want. I have all of my emotional needs met, like letting go of the attachment to things. Yeah, I don't know quite how to describe it. Like just letting go of the idea of like things have to look this way. And this is what I should be striving for. And if I don't have like this I guess 10 of cups for me is like Instagram aesthetic life. Like the kind of like 10 of cups is like if you're in 10 of cups, like you're posting your pretty pictures on Instagram. Like it probably says a lot about me that I feel like there's a falsehood in 10 of cups, <laughs> but that's where I am with 10 of cups at this point in my life. But we were talking about how 10 of cups and 10 of pentacles, we were talking before we hopped on this call, about how Ten of Cups and Ten of Pentacles feel very similar. And so I'm wondering, like, what, how do you view those cards and Ten of Cups in particular? 
I have a hard time with Ten of Cups. Yeah. Um, and some of that, I mean, in general, like the cups trip me up probably more than most things because why would I want to feel things? <laughs> I mean, yeah, a lot of times I just, I don't entirely know what to do. I, I agree with you is like, in a lot of cases, it feels like the the energy of that and Pentacles is similar as like how they're portrayed. But then I'm like, actually, what just comes to mind now that I think about that is like, are they kind of similar? Because you kind of need to have one to, to really have the other, like they're, they're very connected. Yeah. yeah. Can you really feel like, like complete with something, you know, if you don't have that emotional component to it? Yeah. So I guess um, I'm looking at them in the light seers tarot specifically at this moment. And I guess 10 of cups is like fulfillment of love and of soulmates, like, a, like in a peak emotional relationship happiness, which is, of course, it's cups. Whereas like 10 of pentacles is like completion of almost like um, wealth and legacy, which I, I'm just not into either of these cards. It's really interesting to me that sort of 10 of swords and 10 of wands have historically in the guidebooks almost a negative energy to them. And yes, 10 of cups sure. and 10 of pentacles are have this positive energy to them and I think, isn't that such like indicative of our culture that places so much value on relationships and like specifically romantic partnerships, sp very specifically monogamous, um, heterosexual <laughs> romantic partnerships, like the idea of man and woman and being married being like the ultimate goal and yeah, and physical wealth. Like we place so much importance on your, like you should have one relationship that fulfills you and you should like meet that person pretty young if you by the time you're 30 if you haven't met that person like oh like feel bad for you and you should stay with them your whole life and and yes and you should be accumulating wealth and generational wealth throughout those and i think i'm really at a point in my life where i'm rebelling against both of those ideas i think the idea of one person being everything to you is nonsense and that doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything other than like we need lots of <laughs> friendships and lots of people in our lives like we need yeah we need people we need community yeah just the idea of like one bright person who is forever going to fulfill your needs and that i think for me the other problem i have with ten of cups is we really as a society don't like or um, look down on relationships ending and as a person who is going through divorce i don't consider that relationship a failure but that's not how it's perceived by society and it's certainly like not you know you feel like oh my marriage has ended we are getting divorced like this is a tragic thing and i'm like it's just an ending and i guess that i bring that energy to ten of cups of like it's just an ending endings are endings and every relationship ends like literally every relationship ends in one way or another and divorce is just one way that this relationship has ended and it was beautiful for however many years it was beautiful and now it's done but yeah there's just this like glorification of romance and wealth and i'm like don't not really into these cards yeah it, it's funny because you're talking about it in those terms and i'm thinking like i'm in a position where part of my business is ending and again like that's looked on as a bad thing when I'm like, maybe it's just time for something different. 
And like a little part of me, when I actually finally went, I'm done with this, like, I feel actually really good that I have made that decision. And also I'm thinking, oh my God, people are gonna think I'm crazy because I'm like, nope, it's time to like move on to something different. And I'm excited about that. So yeah, it's, I, in so many different ways, like, yeah, there's very like, so much societal expectation on some of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And exactly what you were talking about then of just like reaching the point where you're ready to, to let go of something and to end something and that that doesn't have to mean anything. That's yeah. How I feel about 10 of wands. So getting 10 of cups in the release position for like where I am in my life and like what I'm going through at the moment for me, it's just like a reminder of like letting go of, the the make-believe the dreamy fairy tale picture of what i think my life should be that i don't even want but i criticize myself for not having it like i criticize myself for like not being cinderella snow white who like flutters around my house tidying while singing and like you know has dinner on the table with a smile every night like just letting go of that whole bullshit is just like, okay, Jolie, you've been a little bit hard on yourself. Can you let go of like all of that? And and anyone else can feel something different when they pull 10 of cups. I'm not here to tell you how to feel. That's just what came up for me when I look at it. So then what would be supportive was 10 of wands. So again, like that whole 10 of cups to 10 of wands. So what would be supportive in 10 of wands? For me, 10 of wands is you're carrying too much. You know, if we think about it in that sense of 10 of cups of like, you're carrying too much expectation of yourself in relationship with others, or you're carrying too much of a burden within a relationship and or emotionally, which I also have been carrying a lot of like emotional labor for other people, letting go of some of that. Um, Supportive energy for 10 of wands is like looking at what you're carrying in terms of energy and in terms of For me, it's creative projects, which again, might not be what everyone feels like when they see 10 of wands, but my, my work is very much wand energy. Like it's creative work, it's passionate. And so when I think about 10 of wands and I think about everything I'm carrying, for me, my brain goes to work stuff, which again, some people might feel like that's more pentacles energy, but it's just not for me. 10 of wands tells me you got to put some of this down. And then particularly when I look at page of wands as like my next step, page of wands just has one wand and she's very excited about her one wand. And it's, I think I'm making this up, but in my head, it's the first wand that's on fire. Like in my head, all of the other wands are unlit. And then when we move into the court cards there, they start with like a tiny flame and the flame grows bigger. But certainly when there's 10 of them, what I wrote when I was journaling about this was like, you're burying the flame that like, you can only carry one flame. It's a lot to ask of anyone just to carry one wand on fire and like to the 10 of them is burying it. Um, So to move in, particularly from 10 of wands, it's like, okay, sort through, I guess the supportive energy of 10 of wands is sorting through what I'm carrying and looking at it. Um, and choosing what to pick up as I move into Page of Wands. And Page of Wands tells me you can pick up one thing 
and all of the other stuff, you're going to have to ask for help. So that's kind of how I viewed. And I think I'm in a very good way. And this is how I would invite anyone new to tarot. I always tell my friends, like, and you'd say this too, Dive, like, throw out the guidebook. Like, it, it yes. doesn't matter what the guidebook says. So I recognize that as I view the story of these cards, I'm both biased by what I'm going through in my particular moment in my life. And I'm biased by all three of them coming up together in this order. Because for me, is this real story of like, 10 of cups, let go of how you think it should be. 10 of wands, you got to sort through what you're carrying because you got to let go of how you think it should be. See for what it is. See what you're really carrying and what you're really capable of. Not what you think you should be capable of, but what you are actually capable of. And pick one thing that lights you up and just carry one thing. And isn't that going to be so much lighter and so much easier? And all the other stuff, let it go or ask for help. That's kind of the story I get from my three cards. And I think in three months time, if one of these cards comes up again, I might say something completely different about it. But in the moment, this is like the energy of the cards for me. I love that. But the more time I have spent with tarot, the more I realize like it's so subjective. And it is. It's like whatever story is going on, you know, I, yeah. I have very different reactions to things and like different stuff comes up very colored by what's going on. Which that is how I think you and I both use tarot. It's not mm -hmm. fortune telling or trying to predict my future and being like, Oh, well at the end of this week, I'm going to be in page of wands. Great. Like it's like, no, you could be in page of wands. And what does that mean to me? Like, do I want to be in Page of Wands? What about being in Page of Wands excites me? Um, and like, I could be there, but I got to do some stuff <laughs> to get there. And the other piece of this I want to acknowledge is I pulled my cards last night, night and I wrote down, um, release any ideas of how things should be, of what a happy ever after looks like, lay some stuff down. Uh, what's the thing that excites you? Find your fire. Caring too much smothers the spark. It can't light. Uh, what is yours to carry? What can you ask for help with? What can you completely let go of? Um, and focus on the wanting. So that's what I wrote down. I wasn't at that moment thinking, oh, I'm going to ask for help. I wasn't at that moment thinking this is what this is connected to. Like I wasn't thinking about like what in my life I was carrying too much. I just like wrote down the general message of the cards that were coming to me. I was like, cool, done. We're moving on. Just going to live my life. <laughs> and then this morning, I was journaling about something completely unrelated and started crying. And I was like, okay, I need to go through for a walk. And then it was only in my walk that I was like, oh, God, I need to ask for help. <laughs> and so, like, clearly I was, like, feeling really overwhelmed by a lot of stuff. And then, so I just wanted to, like, I guess, offer that I'm sitting here almost 24 hours later having a lot of clarity about what I drew and ready to take action that it wasn't like I pull my cards and I'm like oh my god my deck is telling me I need to ask for help okay I'm gonna ask for help it's, it doesn't work like that like not for me like asking for help is hard and so like it's why I love pulling cards more weekly than daily because it takes me so long to like hear 
process and then accept and then take action on what I drew. Like it's really doing it within 24 hours is like amazing for me. Normally it'd be like Wednesday and I'll be like, why am I so tired? Uh, maybe I need to ask for help. <laughs> yeah, just wanted to offer a little bit up about my process and uh, that it's doesn't it's not instantaneous for me. And I've been pulling tarot cards for years and years and years. And it, yeah, still takes me a moment to listen. And some weeks I just don't listen. And then I absolutely <laughs> feel it come the end of the week. Yes. Yeah, I've been trying to do a little bit more of like, yeah, looking back at stuff instead of just like, and, and sometimes you don't need to, you know, you can just pull them and like move on. But like I've been trying to experiment more with like checking back in. It's like, okay, well, this is what I thought, you know, when I did this, now that it's a week later or whatever, what does um, it look like now? <laughs> and I think if I were to, if I felt drawn to pulling some more cards, I mean, and you can pull cards, you know, in whatever moment you want to. But I think for me, if I felt drawn to pull more cards this week, I would try and do it with the energy of like, okay, I need some more wisdom. Like I'm, I'm not getting it. I'm not able to lean into the supportive energy. What, what's stuck here? Like, can you point me to what can I invite in to like help me work through this stuckness or what am I not seeing here? Um, and keep, because this is a theme for me personally that I'm like, okay, cool. I looked at those cards. I journaled about them. I'm done. I'm moving on. Like next thing, please. And I'm really trying to work with like actually staying with it through like the sticky bits, through the muckiness, through the like, I don't want to look at this card anymore type of bits. And so I think it's only Monday. So should I get to a point in this week where I'm like still feeling like I'm not moving into Page of Wands, I would try and keep drawing cards around this energy um, to just keep sticking with it and keep sticking with it. I do think I want to experiment because I tend to do more like pulling cards daily, but it hasn't been feeling like that, like I'm getting what I want from that right now. So I, I've been thinking like, okay, how can I change this up? And I like that idea of experimenting with like, okay, how about if I sit with these and then like anything else would be to like further develop this. Cause yeah, I mean, I wasn't kidding. My first reaction, I pulled these and I was just like, I don't like this. <laughs> and I have to like stop myself and go, no, I don't need any more cards right now. I can just like, just kind of chill and like sit for a little bit, do some journaling, talk about it, see what else comes up. Yeah. Cause I want to push past. Like if I don't like it right away, I'm like done with these moving on. Like, no, maybe I should actually just sit with it for a bit. Why do I feel that way? That's such a good tip or point of like, if you don't like your cards, that's information in and of itself. And so even yep. just sitting with like, what don't I like about this? One of my friends was really picky about the imagery on the cards. And so she would draw a card and she'd be like, well, why is this person doing this? And when she described what she didn't like about the card, like she would nail the energy of the card. I'm like, well, that's really interesting. Like, what do you believe about like work that you see this person working hard with a smile and you're like, why are they smiling? They're working hard. Like, it's so interesting. So yeah, really kind of leaning into like, okay, why don't you like this card? Or why don't you like what it said in the guidebook? Like, what is that bringing up in you? And also if the guidebook 
makes you question your own interpretation, please throw it out. Just don't look at yes. it. It's not helpful. Some of the guidebooks are real awful. I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah, I at this point, like I did pull mine out a little bit after I did some journaling with the devil card, just because like maybe there's like some aspect of it that like I'm not coming up. And in that respect, it can be like, oh, I forgot that that yeah. could also be something to think about. But yeah, no, that's don't start there. <laughs> yeah, I definitely still pull mine out. I have sometimes I won't like I have a couple guidebooks that I like more than other guidebooks. And so regardless of what deck I'm using, I might look at that guidebook. I wish more guidebooks talked about why they chose the imagery that they chose and less about like what the card is supposed to mean. Like I'm such a story person. I'm like, just tell me the story of what's happening on this card. And that's enough for me. But they'll, they sometimes don't even talk about the imagery in your card. And I'm like, but why did you put this thing on this card like don't make me figure it out you someone illustrated this like you made decisions here like that's what i want from a guidebook not like yeah. seven of swords is about betrayal and i'm like okay that's limited and unhelpful and yeah how are we gonna end these episodes <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. While we figure out how to end these episodes, we would love to hear from you. You can come leave us a comment or a message on Instagram. We're at two tarot nerds. Or if you're not on Instagram, good for you. You can come over to our Substack. It's two tarot nerds.substack.com. All of this will be linked in the show notes. If you go over to our Substack, you'll be able to see photos of the cards we pulled and there'll be a few show notes links to the decks we used and yeah we would love to have questions from you or to hear your thoughts your interpretations of the cards and basically we kind of just hope you enjoyed the episode we're having fun making them and we'll talk to you next week take care friends